So we're kicking off the Nine Hertz podcast this week with the furious and quite frankly scary sounds of a band called Null, who've just had a release out called Interstice, and yeah, it's just amazing really. So young, so much talent there, and it's just unrelenting, and, and I think I would have picked this if you hadn't, Pete. Yeah, and like you said, you know, like frightening sound and frightening for a band on their debut to, to put something out this accomplished is amazing. You know, there's, there was kind of like a, a mini niche corner of the internet went wild for this this week, and you can see why, because it's it's so good. It's, it's just, you kind of got a sense that this was coming, you know, people talking about it. It, it surpassed that, it surpassed that kind of, that build-up. And what I like about it, it, it's the album, the whole album's brilliant. I've picked one kind of two-thirds of the way through, it, but you could pick anything. They seem to pack in, you know, I think they describe themselves as death grind, but there's bits of, you know, obviously that's there. I think there's kind of bits of like American hardcore of like Trap Them and Nails, there's European black and hardcore of Hexes and all that lot. And it's just tight as fuck and it's this breathless ride all the way through. Like absolutely magnificent and all conquering. It is that good. Yeah, I think I fully agree. And I think what I got from it was a little bit of the technical death metal, really sort of pinpoint stuff that you got from Relapse in the early 2000s, like Origin or Cephalic Carnage or something like that, but less mathy. It feels organic rather than being sort of like a calculated, less kind of work to a, a strict trigger and let's let's make it sound like a machine. I mean, yeah. it sounds, like you say, it sounds tight, but there's some sort of organic breathing under there. It, it just sounds like they're locked in and it, it's brilliant. And if uh, I guess it's their, this is a debut album as well, so what a start. Yeah, we can't really sort of say much more than that really it's just really really good and you should probably check out the whole album so you can get that at knollvhs.bandcamp.com that song was called inherent of life really really impressed with that and uh, i think um, the sludge rod are involved in putting that out as well um so yeah another another tick from us that's brilliant stuff brilliant so yeah we are here again with nine amazing tracks that we found and i'd say this week we've packed it with even more delights than usual i guess really really sort of bowled over by the submissions we're getting and the stuff we're just finding seems like 2021 is just kind of waking up now and and we're hearing a lot more stuff that's really sort of slicing through the mundanity really so um talking of which uh the new album from trigger cut they're a band from germany who i've only just kind of discovered in the last few months the guys in my band were on about the uh, the guy ralph from this band who posts on the noise rock now uh, facebook group which is a, a real treasure trove of kind of if you like your shellac and and bands of that nature like big big riffs big guitar sounds big bass that's kind of where you need to be and I think Ralph's almost like the part of the furniture there and his band are fantastic trigger cut and yeah this this just really blew my socks off this first song off the new album Rogo which is called Solid State and yeah I just thought it was quirky and strange and takes influences from everything you'd find on that noise rock now group as well had you heard of these ones before Pete. No, I hadn't. But you know, it's a it's a really good find. You know, they've got they've, apart from the first few seconds where I thought it was going to sound like Beehoover, it is reminds me a lot of the the kind of the Brit noise rock scene. You know, like Hominid Sounds label of Casual Nun and Brooks and Maria, USA Nails. All you know, all those that great scene that we've got in this country. It, it's it's of that ilk and of that standard. What it does so well is it bridges that kind of <laughs> that dilemma that noise rock often finds, which is that kind of dual role of having an awkward angular shard of, you know, of guitars and yet bringing in fun, unpredictable uh, listenability, you know, and it kind of manages to 
to have both those elements in at the same time, which isn't always the case in race rock. So yeah, I, I was um, pleasantly surprised with this. Yeah, I think it gets gets that balance right. Um, I think it's it's quite uplifting this first track, and I think it really sort of introduces to them in a, in a really sort of effective way. So yeah, really really like this. Um, you can get it on a beautiful uh, die cut sort of uh, vinyl release as well. So. If you're interested, you can get this at triggercut1.bandcamp.com. Like I said, we can play the song Solid State. This next release came almost from nowhere, I think. We've we kind of uh, been made aware of this band through various labels and uh, people talking about it. But Black Sheep Wall, Pete, you've, uh, you've picked a song called... Well, we're going to play an excerpt, I think, of this, um, Mr. Gone. It's a 10-minute track from their, their new record, Songs for the Enamel Queen. Brilliant stuff. I mean, really sort of dense. And I think they might actually be going for the dystopia kind of sound, like the really sort of raw, uh, stripped-back anger that they went for like in the early 90s just lots of aggression and lots of inventiveness i think on this one like the songs are really sort of dense and go, go in all different directions don't they yeah and then that's what kind of sets them apart i think the, the originality they have through pulling the songs in different directions extending it having kind of um silent passages or, or kind of ambient passages mixed with uh, the retained aggression throughout it's this and there's you know a weight always there stops it turning into kind of you know like arty nonsense it's it's it just feels strange and alien and different and like they've like they're aiming you know they've got lofty ambitions keeping the heaviness there which is which is key i i, I think it's a really interesting record it's like it doesn't really sound you know i couldn't think of 
couldn't give you five bands to you know to say this is who this sounds like and it's got elements of doom and sludge but but it's unique it really is and that's the best accolade you can give to me i i was trying like you say i was trying to put a pin in it and just try and almost like define their sound and it's quite hard to and i think that's always a good sign really and there's so many bands that are doing this that we, we sort of come across and we're sort of we're at a loss to describe i mean you know we've been writing for this site for more than 10 years now and it's it's amazing when a band does come along that sounds this unique and this interesting so i think the whole record no two songs sound the same either the they don't rely on falling back into certain tropes it's it's a winding strange experience and i think that's probably the best way i can describe this yeah and and i think that that's key as well you know there are there's songs longer than this there's a couple over the 13 minute mark which really kind of push at those boundaries there's a couple you know and then there's some you know shorter tracks the first track's barely two minutes long and you can kind of get the the quick adrenaline rush. I've listened to this a few times where actually those are the songs that appeal. And then other times where I'm happy to sit back and take in the kind of experience of the longer ones. So you go through different emotions even within the same album. Definitely. Yeah. And uh, I think that's what the best albums do, really. So it comes with a, a, a sort of a stamp of approval from us, I think. I think that's uh, safe to say. Uh, you can get this from silentpendulumrecords.bandcamp.com and we're going to play an excerpt from Mr. Gone. So we say every week that we, we find it hard to kind of narrow down what we're going to play each week. Um, but then the certain bands that appear in our inbox or, or sort of release something uh, into our consciousness and we just go, yep, they're, they're getting played straight away. So this next band, no exception, called Fange. And we've played them probably two or three times on the podcast before, but it's been a while since they've put anything out. So really, really can't wait. I couldn't wait to hear this one, to be honest. So they've got a new album called Pantocrator out and it's just two tracks, but they've packed in so much um, in the half an hour they've got. And I always think of this band as, as just being this mentally draining um, experience. And uh, yeah, this this is more of the same, but it, it feels more like a concept 
record this one and it's got kind of I looked at the lyrics in English and they're just they're as crazy as you'd imagine um, I mean they, they're unrelenting aren't they Pete I mean we've played their stuff before with good reason I mean Throat Runer Records put out just some twisted stuff but I think this is one of their most unique bands that they've uh, they've brought into the world really I think we followed you know we followed them from the start I think then they had Back then, they were kind of more kind of sludgy than they are here. But what I like about them is they're kind of ever restless, you know. And then they're definitely a type of band not to let a kind of global lockdown get in the way. They've read they've had this kind of semi-stated mission to constantly review their sound and reinvent it to to some degree anyway on each release, which is a you know it is kind of fascinating. It's a noble aim. And in the past, that has gone kind of from the sludge of the first record it had they had the kind of black metal elements in obviously kind of strong french black metal kind of trend that's always been there and you know a link with throat rune as well then the kind of the the records of last year had real kind of uh, industrial elements like author and punisher type stuff and then now they're coming and they've, they've got like a two song 30 minute ep you know which is not kind of the way they've gone so you really don't know what you're going to get with them. No, I, that's what drew me into this one again. And it's still ferocious. It's still intriguing. One of the best bands around. You know, the one of the best bands of that kind of whole French scene of the Throat Runa label, which is saying something because there's so many good bands there. But you'll always look to what they put out. And I think that they're sort of doing it on a, a different level to, say, other bands of the genre as well. They just they seem a bit more intelligent and a bit more considered. Like, the, the albums seem a lot more thought out and a lot more considered in terms of structure and... The way that it's delivered, it's, there's just something uncanny about the majority of Throat Rooney records and their back catalogue. Really, there's you expect a certain standard when you you put on one of the records, and, and here's another one. Yeah, it, it just blew my mind this one really. And yeah, I don't I don't quite know what they're trying to say. It seemed quite abstract in terms of lyrics and things like that. But obviously, the the song we're going to play is uh, called Tombe Pour la France. Yeah, I guess it's just a a, a bit sort of cynical and doom-mongering for the future maybe that might be what they're sort of getting at again the the artwork on this is insane they've got a very distinctive style and it's it's not let up for this one um so yeah i'm just really impressed by this and um i'm sure i'll be coming back to this one again and again really so if you want to hear this uh you can go to throatruinerecords.bandcamp.com tombi paul la france and the other one about 15 minutes each so we're going to play another excerpt from this but um yes yeah, worth uh, sitting down with this and just trying to sort of make sense of it
from the complexities of Fange, we're going to go straight into a band called Goat Shaman, uh, who you found, Pete. This is absolutely brilliant. So, uh, from Melbourne, Australia, and they're playing what I'd term like 90s alt stuff mixed with kind of stoner and doom. And I think it's like a, if we'd got this 10 years ago, we'd have been raving about it, and we're raving about it now as well because it's just so good. Yeah, it does. It kind of it is an amalgamation of the the stoner doom sludge triumvirate spectrum um you know i think you mentioned bands like early clutch as well when we were talking about early in the week you know which got me thinking you know at first i was thinking oh this is you know it's straight up sludge but actually that took about what you said definitely and then there's bits of you know it's got that a stoner stoner rock groove to it but th- you know, thick tar sludge overlaid all the way through, and then the tone is amazing. There's nothing massively new here, but I'll always love this type of music. You know, I, I just I happened upon it. it. I saw the band name, you know, the this song name popped up straight away, which is Alpha Mushroom. Took a calculated guess that this would be, be up my alley, and and so and so it was. And you know, I, I wouldn't just play any any stoner band on here, any sludge band on here. This is, you know, there's plenty out there, and there's plenty who just doing nothing at all with the sound and it doesn't sound very good at all goat shaman sound amazing and they deserve to be heard much wider yeah i think these four songs just work so well together and it just sounds so accomplished and yeah the the song we've picked like like i was saying earlier like it sounds like to me like a really good cross between early clutch like that hardcore um sort of raspy delivery that they used to have i mean they've got that like impetus and that type of stuff yeah i mean they've got that groove underneath and and a Mm. bit of heaviness but it's still got that kind of bluesy feel to it it's got that quintessential stoner rock sound to it hasn't it and then some bits the the more epic moments i guess on this release remind me of the sword uh, and their first album which was just like this triumphant kind of i don't know like salvo really and uh, this just reminds me of the energy of that just just very sort of like very confident and just quite strident I just really enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I don't know where they can go from here, really. I mean, I mean, more of the same would be just great. If you want to hear this, you can go to goatshaman.bandcamp.com and it's their self-titled EP. We're going to play the song Alpha Mushroom.
So I got very excited on Friday when uh, it was announced, uh, kind of almost out of nowhere really, that Body Void were uh, releasing a new record. And we've just been sort of comparing notes and I think we've played these about two or three times on the podcast and always with good reason. We've reviewed each release as well, which is, is quite rare for us now. We don't do as much writing as we should possibly because of the podcast, but you know, that's uh, that's life. But um, yeah, this band are just one of the best. I'd, I'd say... Someone said um, Primitive Man, Vile Creature, and these guys are kind of like the unholy trinity of sludge at the moment. And I'd say that's pretty bang on. All left wing, all kind of bringing this message through absolute uncompromising heaviness. And I don't know if there's enough words to kind of say how good this band are and how how sort of effective their music is and and their message. Yeah, it seems futile. That's that's my that's my thoughts about it. I'm the same. And and I can you know when I was thinking. about what you know maybe thinking about what i might say about it i I struggled because it's just it's it's body void and that in itself you know that's there's an excitement with that you know this is the fourth album there's at least one split in there as well you know what to expect and you know kind of they're in that top bracket of of the sound and this is a pre-release track it it it, it brings it there's obviously no let up it just sounds amazing It's, it's great excitement that the new album's coming out as you say and it's just even from the first few seconds, just the kind of that noise and that tone. It was kind of like a spine tingling reunion. They're just kind of this gigantuan doom beast, and and it's it's the type of music I could listen to all day. Yeah, and this this new song is just wild. It just sounds brilliant. Yeah, so sometimes I can't quite believe that they're a two piece, and it's just like the sound that they create and and deliver is just incredible. I'm still yet to see these live. I can't wait to. I think it would be absolutely punishing uh, to listen to live. Yeah, there's not a lot more you can say. If you've never come across this band, then I think you're in for a treat because this is uh, among the best material yet. Uh, So it's off the new album, Bury Me Beneath This Rotting Earth, and we're going to play the song Wound.
So from the glorious uh, sounds of Body Void there, we're going straight into a band that I've not heard of before called Caged. Uh, and you found this via Curse Monk, I gather, Pete. Yeah, I've not heard of them either, but Curse Monk nowadays is just a, a mark of quality. And it you is. Know, to, yeah. When they send us something, we'll, we'll definitely listen and we'll almost certainly kind of like it and, and, and not quite often play it as well. I really enjoyed this. It, it took me... Uh, I, I don't know, I missed it. It's been out a, a month, but when I got round to it, I suddenly, suddenly instantly got it. I'm reading now, they're formed from a band called Black Urn, who I only briefly came across. I reviewed a split they did with a band called Moros uh, a few years back, and you know that I really enjoyed that at the time. From the Ashes of Them, which is uh, it pun intentional, <laughs> come this, and... I've just come up with that on the spot. Sorry, the I, I really enjoyed it. This song in particular just felt really dark and you know like bottom of a well type stuff. It's doom, it's sludge, but has kind of extreme metal influence in there of death and black. Even though you know with being core doom, I just I found it really fascinating and engrossing. Yeah, I think picking up on those comments, I think. The, the death metal stuff is definitely there. It, it sounds it, in a way that is, it doesn't sound like oh it's influenced by that. It, it sometimes sounds like death metal kind of slowed down, and it's it's fantastic. I mean, in the first track, "Demolished by Neglect," you've got this kind of atmosphere being built, and I think they just build and build on that through this whole record. I, I particularly like the use of we were just saying this this real strange noises throughout the whole thing. Who's playing kind of tur- someone playing turntables? Um, he's listed as playing a no input mixer, which is amazing. That just means uh, he's using kind of like signals and and kind of buzzing noises that the equipment might be making to to create this undercurrent of of noise, and it, it just adds to the misery and the drudge of this. And it, sometimes it sounds as thick as molasses. It's it's so good. I mean, if you look back, I mean, I've just you know we've just played five songs in a row here of varying shades of sludge, and you know this. It's all brilliant, all kind of offering something different. And this is what, you know, I'm kind of generalizing now, not just talking about cage. This is, it just shows how you can still get mass variance and um, excitement and thrills from, from what is a very simplistic sound, which was born out of a couple of bands from New Orleans. It's amazing. And we picked five in a row in a week. You know, it's fantastic. This this kind of really got me. You kind of, it's, I think those layers are what, trap you in and just kind of you can listen again and again and again and just you know feel the same pull towards it and kind of fear of it at the same time each and every time yeah i just think they're onto something very dark here and i think it's just dense and layered like you say i just think it's a really fully formed and and fully realized piece really really enjoyed this um so the record's called stricken by continuance and you can get it via cursemonk.bandcamp.com and we're going to play a track called Kane's Letter to the Flood.
it's not often that we get sent something that's influenced directly by video games and I guess the only one we've had this year so far is uh, the band Karanir but um, yeah Serena from Svalbard has kind of used this time in lockdown I guess to put out a record based entirely on one of her favourite games which is Skyrim so she's um, come out with a a record uh, and call it Noctual Um, and yeah it's entirely based on uh, the sort of long form RPG game um, that has been doing the rounds for about I guess 10 years I mean I'm not massively up on my um, RPGs but I I guess it's been out quite a while now and it's part of um, series which has got like a rich lore to it and lots of storylines and things like that I mean have you played any of these games Peter have you got any sort of frame of reference for this I think I played one of the first ones back in the day because I'm old not this one no I, I'm, I'm not a massive gamer. Fair enough. I mean, it, it's not for everyone, but I guess, yeah, this this is a quite a long-standing series. There was uh, mm. Morrowind, I think there's Oblivion, um, might have missed one in, in between, but yeah, it's um, it's one of those ones where you kind of, you get thrown into a world that's completely alien. It's got deep fantasy kind of um, things, and as as Serena kind of points out, she, she sort of always associated the game with black metal. Um, it's got lots of snowy mountain settings, morbid themes, a Norse mythology um, sort of plot to it. And yeah, it, it just kind of gives a lot of source material to start from, really. And she's created this kind of very captivating black metal record, really. I mean, I don't know if you've given this a, a, a big lesson yet, Pete, but uh, yeah, very impressed. Yeah, it's very accomplished, isn't it? it which is not, not surprising, but, you know, Bearing in mind, Svalbard had this kind of one of the most critically acclaimed metal albums of last year. The fact that we're in lockdown, you know, to come up with something this, which could sound like a, you know, a, a, a full band and B, a band that have been around for a long time. It's really impressive. Yeah, just just thought it was like a really interesting concept. And I guess really um, basing a whole record on a single franchise is, is quite uh, an interesting idea. And I don't think anyone else has done that. Uh, before I mean there must be bands out there have done the same I know there is one that has based every, everything they do on um, Dark Souls and Demon Souls uh, series as well and I think they're called Firelink but they're they're very much a death metal band and it's very much like they don't do anything but play Dark Souls that's that's their life pretty much um, I think this is more like a sort of um, almost like a love letter to a game series and, and taking direct in- inspiration from it rather than just like soundtracking um, your favourite parts from the game. I think it's it's more of a concept uh, that she's run with here. So yeah, I, I thought this was absolutely brilliant. Looks like it's being put out on Translation Loss and Church Road Records, uh, but you can check the uh, track we're going to play out now, which is called Wretched Abyss, out at noctual.bandcamp.com. <laughs>
So to close the podcast this week, we've got uh, the return of a band that we were very impressed with uh, last year and I think the year before, Agvira, who yeah play a kind of very emotional style of black metal. They've done a brilliant record that's coming out today on Bandcamp Fee Free Day, and it's actually an eight-inch split uh, with a band called Dead Cosmonauts from Sheffield, and it's coming out on a record label called Do It This End Records from Sheffield. And yeah, it's just, the the first record just kind of had a lot of stuff about mental health, and and this is no different. I know that the members of this band are very passionate about that that sort of cause, and uh, I think any profits for this go to Mind as well, which is a great thing to see. There's been loads and loads of um, kind of charity donations uh, this year, but I think Agvira have kind of got a bit more of a stake to claim here, because they're kind of, they've modelled their messaging and, and their kind of whole outlook on tackling this this kind of subject because it, it can be taboo i mean i know a lot more people are talking about it these days to kind of put it into words and kind of put it out as music is kind of a, quite admirable for me that that dead cosmonaut site is amazing as well isn't it yeah everything about this release you know we could have played either song from that dead cosmonaut song which is a strange and you know a strange and wonderful stab at a blade when a soundtrack cover which sounds utterly cosmic to you know to the unique kind of vinyl size the you know the charity that, that you mentioned and I, the fact that it's you know the bands from manchester and sheffield which is where i've lived my whole life uh, so you know i'm i'm i'm, I'm gonna play this and it sounds amazing this kind of this track this egg song it's kind of as you say it's got bits of atmospheric black metal in there it's got it's got riffs, it's got screams, it's got melody, it's got strings in it at one point. I hear like a Deftones influence in there as well. Oh, definitely. Uh, yeah. Post-rock. It's all kind of packed in and they, it really, it's really exciting. Yeah, really, really enjoyed this and it, it sounds really desperate at times as well. It's it's very sort of bare bones, like kind of very honest music. So yeah, re- really enjoyed this. And the novelty of an eight-inch record is, is always something um, to sort of celebrate as well. Um, how many people have got one in their collection I'm, I'm certainly going to grab this and um, how it stick out of, um, of the rest of the records it's not going to fit in anywhere uh, which is perfect <laughs> brilliant song uh, we're going to play The Letting Go from Agvira and uh, like I say you can get this today at doitthisendrecords.bandcamp.com <laughs> 